Happy Tuesday, all things Montessori community. How's everybody doing? It is the most gorgeous day here. I'm in Virginia. It is just bright blue sky, just perfect. It's like 60 degrees. Oh, it's really nice. I've had a quite a busy month. Um, my husband and I are in just a kind of crazy transition right now, and he's in finals week, and things are nuts, but... I'm so excited about this episode today. Jamie is here and we have a few updates that we share. And then we go into talking about mentorship. I've gotten a lot of questions recently about mentorship and it is very apparent to me that it's a really big issue. And I I remember feeling like that too in the classroom. And having a mentor, a friend that support, it makes all the difference in the world. So Jamie has amazing insight. So I hope you guys really enjoy. This episode is brought to you by Patreon. We have a new patron to welcome to our Patreon community. Alana, thank you so much for becoming a patron of All Things Montessori. We're so happy you're here. If you want to become a patron like these incredible human beings, you can click on the link below and just follow the steps from there. There are a few different tiers that you can select. It's so lovely to have all of you, all of you in our community, whether you are a patron or you're just a supporter. Thank you so much. This episode is also brought to you by Sapling Supply. Sapling Supply is an amazing handmade Montessori furniture company run by two Montessori dads, and they are such incredible human beings and they make such an incredible product so you can go ahead on over to sapling supplies website which is linked below and you can get 10 percent off anything store-wide using our promo code atm10 hey jamie how are you hey rachel i'm doing pretty well how are you i'm great um i'm glad we get we're uh we're getting to record why don't you tell the listeners what happened yesterday (laughs) and why we couldn't record. (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, and we'll see if we continue to hear it here today. There's (laughs) apparently someone in our neighborhood has decided to clear a little bit of an empty wooded lot. So chippers and chainsaws nonstop in my neighborhood. Um, But it's raining today. So I'm sort of hopeful that they're just not going to do it and we can manage to right, record right. without chippers and and chainsaws and you know it's one of those things too where it's still like it's not like I'm going to go hang out in a cafe for a few hours to get away from the noise in my neighborhood so we're all just right. home listening right to the noise yes <laughs> uh, totally I feel like the whole like work from home thing has so we've talked about this before you know it was so romantic in the beginning but now it's just become it's what we're doing and you have to put up with whatever your neighbors are doing exactly because yeah going to a yeah going to a coffee shop having a beautiful little ooh, working on your laptop at a cute cafe no that doesn't yeah it's not happening not not quite yet I feel like we're getting closer to that (laughs) world returning but we are We sure are, but not quite yet. So, so yes, we've been enjoying the sounds (laughs) the last few days, but all the sounds, all the sounds. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's always something new, huh? I guess. I don't know. Busy, 
busy time, but but no, it's uh it's good to get back to back to recording something again. So super fun. We were just sort of talking about I guess in a few months it'll be two years of all things Montessori and we've been our voices have been recording for a long time and it was not um it was not easy in the beginning, specifically because we were just nervous to put stuff out there and then, you know, also figuring out how to edit, you know, our voices. So we sounded pleasing. Um, if I go back and listen to some of our first episodes, oh my gosh, the editing is so bad. <laughs> yeah, we've definitely learned, learned in the process. Yes. Yep. Yes, 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 yes. And everybody who's been there since the beginning or or is just joining, thank you so much for being with us on this, you know, amazing journey. One that started without a pandemic and we're still in one now. So crazy. But, you know, the light is at the end of the tunnel a bit, at least. Um, yes. So, yes, I, we're both double vaccinated. We are. Ne- I've never been so excited to get a shot in my entire life. Um, Same. So I know and very soon my whole family will be. So I'm I'm thrilled. It takes a huge weight weight off you when you're not sort of, yeah, not worried in the same way. Still careful, still really responsible, of course. But um, of course. Uh, but yeah, without so much of that fear, it's pretty it's pretty amazing. I think the fear is for me, all, the fear and the anxiety, just having that kind of subside. Yep. Um, you know, being able to go to the grocery store or like run an errand and not, you know, still wearing my mask, of course, still being careful, but not, you know, panic having that. Yep. Oh gosh. Like I wonder if someone touched that cart or, Oh, I was kind of close to that person, you, you know, whatever. Um, things that I never used to really worry about. It's nice to sort of have that be a little bit to the, to the side. Yep. Um, but still being careful and knowing that we're still really in this, you know, there is a light at the end of the tunnel, but we're still, <laughs> we're still in the tunnel. Yeah, there's still <laughs> so. a ways to go. Yeah. And just, I worried, yeah. um, I really worried about, I didn't, you know, my kids, my husband, my parents. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it's nice to know they're all safe and protected to, um, you know, there's just so right. many unknowns with this, with this virus. So yeah, so I, it's a, a whole new world, which is exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's some, you know, I think we should share some, we've got a few updates and changes to share with our listeners here as well. Um, yeah, we do. We do. Um, yeah. I think first of all, like the podcast is going to change a little bit. I'm really busy getting sea lavender and rising tide really off the ground and going. And so for the podcast, um, you, Rachel, are going to really take the lead. Um, (laughs) And I'll be like a regular guest, you know, maybe we'll probably do a regular ask Jamie feature or something, you know, if people yes. submit some questions or we come up with some ideas. So I'll be, I'll still be around. Um, but largely Rachel, you're going to take it on and start shifting slightly from conversations just with me to probably some conversations with lots of other people. Yeah. It's, it's exciting. I mean, of course, like, you know, 
I look at it with rose colored glasses because it was so fun to just chat with you all the time and talk about Montessori for hours on end. And we will still do that. I'm really excited that despite everything you've going on, you'll still chime in here from from time to time and, um, you know, be a regular kind of guest on the on the podcast. And exactly what you said, ask Jamie kind of like, you know, your questions that you need, uh, you want answered. Um, and Jamie has such a wealth of knowledge. I think that'll be such an amazing thing to have on the podcast. But yeah, so I, I just launched a teacher series that's going to continue um, for as long as I continue to interview teachers. I'm so excited because I think it's so fun to just hear from uh, teachers in the classroom, especially with the year that everybody has been having. It's so fun. And then, um, yeah, I'm going to you know shift it to more you know, our podcast is called all things Montessori for a reason, because we cover all things Montessori. So as being the host now, I'm going to turn to interviewing all kinds of Montessorians all over the country and hopefully all over the world. So I'm super excited about it. Um, and I've of course will continue to update you guys, but just thank you so much for being with us for this part of the journey. And it's not ending. It's just sort of, we're going in a new, it's a new chapter. Yeah. Of all things Montessori. So it'll be, it'll be amazing. Yeah, it's, it's super exciting. And um, yeah, so that's a slight shift. And, um, and then just another kind of update on what's going on with our bigger, with other plans. Um, Sea Lavender is Mm -hmm. ready to open in the fall. We're super excited. We've enrolled a wonderful community of families. Um, but uh, the, there's a little change there, too, and that is I am going to lead the classroom there next year. Um, and Rachel is not going to be able to be a part of Sea Lavender after all. Um, so we're... Yeah, it's, it's a bittersweet announcement, of course. Sea Lavender is amazing, and I believe in the mission so strongly, and I can't wait to watch the journey. Um, But for a multitude of reasons, and a lot of them being personal and family reasons, I won't be able to be up with Sea Lavender up in New Jersey on the beautiful New Jersey shore. And I'm I'm of course very sad, but I'm also delighted and happy that Jamie's, I can be updated and watch the journey and of, and I'm, and I'm sure I'll be updating you guys when I hear from her on the podcast, if there's fun things to share. Um, and I just, I'm, I'm, it's, you know, it's definitely, again, it's bittersweet's the word that comes to my mind. However, it is such an amazing school and it's going to be incredible. So I hope everybody continues to watch that journey because I know that I will be. Yeah, it's going <laughs> to be, be great. We're really excited. We've, we're, you know, we've really developed a diverse uh community of families. Uh, We're finalizing our Mm. space and getting started on uh, some of the remodeling we need to do. Um, I'm, I'm really excited about it. And uh, I've got a great uh, partner, uh, Nicole Baycheck is going to work with me in that classroom, um, helping out and, and uh, yeah, I'm excited because we're going to really, it is a, a place where we're going to really, uh, you know, allow children, you know, welcome, encourage children to be their authentic selves Mm. in our environment. We're going to build a really strong community and we're going to, you know, implement all the Montessori principles um, and work with our, our, our parent community as well. Um, 
And so, and we're going to try new things. I mean, I, I, I'm going to really focus on observation and responding to what the observation of the children show me. I'm excited. I'm really excited to get in the classroom with children. It's amazing. It's going to be, um, we're going to have just a great time. So, and it's a six to 12 classroom. We actually have children at all levels. We're taking some children with no Montessori experience. We're taking some children with, you know, Montessori experience, um, uh, it's going to be a fantastic, a fantastic adventure. Um, yeah. So, mm. and rising tide will be co-located there with sea lavender. So we'll be able to, um, continue to produce, uh, resource videos for teachers, uh, and parents, um, uh, and, you know, sort of keep track of what we're learning, uh, in the work that we do at sea lavender. So yeah, we're amazing. We're super, super excited. It's going to be, it's going to be an amazing, an amazing adventure. It's incredible. I'm, I'm so thrilled about everything that's happening there. And I think it's extremely groundbreaking in so many amazing ways and trying those new things in the classroom. I'm just so excited about it all. And I can't wait to hear about it. So it's going to be, that's our, that's our big news. Um, and then Jamie, they can follow sea lavenders journey online. Um, correct. Um, yes. I mean, we do, we do have some social media (laughs) that we will eventually start paying better attention to. Um, well, I, <laughs> I meant like more like September, not now. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, definitely once we're up and running and then, yeah. And then you're all, you can always see what's going on with rising tide, um, as well. Cause yes. you know, we'll, we've got some new exciting content that will come out in the next few weeks. Um, and some, you know, some real parent focused stuff, some things on, uh, building relationships with children and, you know, starting mm, that's next great. year, we'll have a lot more um, content outside of the elementary level. So birth to sex content and 12 Amazing. to 18 content. So yeah, we're, we're excited. I love it. That's great. So while I have you here, Jamie, I, I wanted to do a little mini podcast episode too, um, after our updates. And one thing that really came to mind, you know, with the year with the pandemic, but also just in general, I think this is a big issue is one of mentorship and knowing where and how to get mentorship. I think a lot of teachers, maybe they already have a mentor, you know, Uh, like you were my mentor, you still are. Um, But I think also what you told me a lot before is, you know, when I was working in the classroom, I was by myself. I didn't have an elementary staff. So I think a lot of teachers have, you know, I know that your experience, Jamie, you had a teacher right next door to you. Yeah. You know, you had somebody that you could go to and ask a question right on the spot, which is amazing. Um, But I've I've been getting some questions about mentorship. So I just wanted to pick your brain a little bit and, um, and hear what you had to say about how to get mentorship in general, in this time? I'm, I mean, it's, I think it's something I hear really consistently from not just teachers, um, but parents and uh, administrators and all school staff that they are constantly, you know, looking for more support for the work that they're doing for guidance, for resources. Um, And, you know, it's definitely a huge, it's a huge need. This work is, um, 
is not easy. I mean, this work is hard. It's hard work to really do Montessori, partly because, you know, our culture has shifted in a lot of ways. Like if you, I was looking for furniture, you know, and you can find Montessori type furniture at all sorts of places now Mm -hmm. that, you know, so there are certain things that are start that have shifted in our culture to be more accepting of the, some of the Mm -hmm. basic principles of Montessori, like child sized furniture. Um, (laughs) But it's still, um, it's still, you know, the dominant education and parenting culture, um, is not quite in line with some of our principles and what we know to be true about children. So that means that regularly, not only are you doing this work that takes a lot of, you know, energy and, you know, to be individually responsive to every child, but then you're also kind of always kind of pushing against some of the more traditional um, views of how to approach children. So that can take its toll. Um, And so it's Mm -hmm. really you know, important to, to build a support network and some mentorship, um, for yourselves. Um, and what I always encourage teachers to do is, you know, first see what you can find within your school, like who is there? Like you said, Rachel, I was lucky to have a mentor right next door, a very experienced teacher, really grounded in strong AMI principles that, that who, who, um, was always there for me guiding and supporting. Um, and I think I helped her out too, you know, eventually <laughs> I wasn't just taking, I'm sure you know, there wasn't, <laughs> there was some give and take. Um, but especially in my first few years of teaching, she, um, she was just a fantastic resource and and really helped me be able to do to do what I did in the classroom. So I would really encourage you to build that into your school. See who you have in your school because having that sort of day to day resource is helpful. Um, mm-hmm. And that's something to talk to your administrators about. You know, some administrators can play that role in a lot of ways, even if they're not elementary or even if they're not trained at the level that you're that you're teaching. It doesn't it it doesn't matter. They they can read the books and understand the Montessori principles and still be there. You know, they they may not be able to help you make a particular material or different things like that, but they sure can be a support and and a mentor in that way. So Yeah, that would be my first sort of advice is really bringing this need um, to your school and start, you know, as a whole to start seeing how you can um, how you can start meeting that need. Absolutely. But sometimes you need more. Right. Sometimes what's available in your school isn't enough. Mm-hmm. or everybody needs to hear a different voice. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've gone and worked, uh, done some coaching at schools and sometimes like regular ongoing coaching and sometimes just a one-off or, you know, uh, kind of thing uh, where I hear from administrators or, you know, um, pedagogical heads of school, you know, anyone working in leadership in the school of, you know, we say this, this is... <laughs> 
I've said this before, you know, um, <laughs> but it does help sometimes to have a different voice saying it. This is true um, for coaching and supporting school staff, but it's also true for parent uh, support that sometimes mm-hmm. it's just useful to have a different voice, not part of your community, come in and say relatively the same things, but the different voice and the sort of different approach can uh, have a different impact. So that's the next thing, like reach out to your training center and see who they have available, you know, to, or who they recommend for, uh, for mentorship and coaching and support. Yeah, absolutely. It reminds me of, um, you know, growing up, your mom will tell you the same thing over and over again. And then somebody else will tell you the same thing and you'll listen to them, but you won't listen to your mom. (laughs) Right. It's, it's, I know I'm making a joke, but like, it's, it's so true because, you know, in the environment that you work in, you know, you're, you're dealing with so many things and the same things are, you know, trickling around your brain. And, and sometimes it's just nice to have a third party or just somebody else point out something that it's maybe, maybe it's obvious, maybe it's not. And just, you know, sort of the comfort of, Oh, they see it too. Or, Oh yes. Like I've been wanting the answer to that question. You know, it just, it's so helpful to have, to have that. And I, I would also highly recommend reaching out to your training center. I was lucky enough to, um, work close to WMI, my training center and, and have trainers and experts come in because parents really respond to that. As they should, because, you know, trainers, you, I mean, JB, obviously you guys really know what you're talking about and you can talk at a level that, that parents, I think sometimes just really need that expert, you know, they just need that to, to really, you know, get some new knowledge or get a new perspective, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think really, really reach, you know, reach out to your trainers. They're all super busy, but this work is really important to them. And we all, I think all the trainers I know wish and want and try to spend as much time out in classrooms, out with teachers, working Mm -hmm. with parents as they, as they possibly can. So um, even if it's, even if you're I mean, you reach out to your training center that your diploma's from, but you can reach out to any training center and right. see what sort of resources are available. Um, and and that is is really um, it's really a useful resource. Um, when we were when I was teaching in Seattle, we were the only uh, AMI school in the state at the time. We had there was just not a lot of Montessori present even in the Seattle area um, just a handful of schools and so a number of us at these different schools started meeting like one Saturday a month uh, elementary teachers just to um, just to support each other Mm -hmm. so we did that for a good two or three years like sometimes it's hard to sustain those things and you'll go through phases but I found that so valuable. And those, those uh, people, I mean, I, you know, 
they're still f- dear friends of mine, right? I know they are, uh, yeah. even though we haven't we yeah. haven't seen each other in a while. We haven't talked in a while. Um, but that those relationships were really valuable, and so we just took turns hosting each other either at our homes or in one of our classrooms. Uh, sometimes oh, nice. we had topics that we that we went through. Sometimes we looked at making um, materials. Sometimes we just got together and just chatted on however we felt like chatting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that was really a, an amazing experience. So I encourage you to get to know the other people in your area and start having some of these gatherings. Yes. A community is so important, especially, you know, teachers work around the clock just because even if you're not working, you're thinking about it, you know, it's, it's all consuming. So being with those who also really get that and you can just sort of be together and know that you're not alone, that you're all going through similar stuff. It's, it's just sort of good for your, good for your soul and you know, really good for, for you as a teacher, because, um, sometimes if you feel alone or bogged down by work that can come out and then you can accidentally take it out, you know, in the classroom in some way and nobody, you know, it's not on purpose. It's just because maybe you're feeling burnout or anything like that. So a phone call, a community gathering, you know, zoom call, happy hour, whatever, those just, they really, really help. (laughs) And then, you know, there are all sorts of places that offer formal more formal, like coaching Mm -hmm. or that can Mm -hmm. build. And so, you know, search for those resources. I mean, we were doing that um, at Rising Tide, but there's, you know, lots of places. So if you're looking, um, if you're looking for that, you know, you can find different um, individuals and organizations that can support you with some, with some formal coaching. I think it's, I think all in every profession, it's really important to periodically do some conscious, formal reflection with an external person. Um, mm-hmm. You can do a lot of that internally at a school, but I th- periodically it's useful to have some fresh eyes. So I encourage all administrators to make sure that they're budgeting for uh, coaching for their schools on a regular basis. And then, um, and then make sure that, you know, that administrators are looking for coaching for them on a regular basis as well. Um, because that's just, we all have so much to learn and grow, even those of us that have, you know, decades of experience in this work. Um, I'm still discovering new things and learning new things all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and yet I still coach other people, you know, so it's, <laughs> right, you know, right. uh, I think that um, keeping in mind that that does provide a, a support when we can have some of that external work and then also building some some clear mechanisms internally in a school to support, you know, is there are there regular one-on-one meetings with administrators is the, are the different levels meeting as a group on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Um, I think also really important to keep in mind with these staff meetings and things is that um, anything that could be put in an email or on a piece of paper for them to read should be done that way. You know, so 
it is a it is not going to support a, a a culture of growth and and um and mentorship to have all your staff meetings be about uh, how car line works or oh my gosh who's covering Sorry. recess <laughs> right I'm it's laughing easy because it's get- so true. <laughs> And I oh know it's gosh. easy to feel like you need to say that stuff to people in in person and mm-hmm. and whatever. Um, but if that's the substance of the bulk of staff meetings, you're missing a really important and valuable opportunity for growth and support and mentorship within your school staff meetings. Um, Absolutely. So as much as possible, make that kind of stuff. Um, or, you know, I mean, you can make a quick video. You don't have to, you don't have to put everything in a written email. It's really easy to make a quick video of everything you might say at a staff meeting and then just send it out to people. Yes. Um, so that the staff meetings can be about, you know, how are we, you know, let's take some basic principles and let's do some reflection on how we're doing. How are we doing with freedom, discipline, and responsibility throughout the mm. school? Mm-hmm. How do we see it happening in the classrooms? How do we see it happening in the hallways? How do we see it happening at recess? How, you know, how, where do we, you know, like those are the kinds of things that can provide really great substantive meetings. How are we implementing our a bar values into the work that we do every day. You know, yeah. how do we exhibit ourselves as anti-bias and anti-racist in our classrooms? Um, you want to get help on all these ideas periodically, but also a key part of it is making sure that your lens about the work is always in place and you're being critical and reflecting on it. Um So we have a lot of resources in our own communities to help us with coaching, with mentorship. Um, But it requires a real conscious engagement with those uh, because it's very easy to fall back on um, dealing with the mundane, which, of course, sometimes we need to let's all just sit down and talk about how we do our lunch cleanup and see if we can find some better systems, certainly. But we don't want to just only talk about those kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, any one of those topics, you know, we could, it could be hours that you're talking about it. So I think it's really important to keep that in mind. And like you were saying, Jamie, anything that can be a video or an email or something else, you know, be really clear on that, but, you know, have the space to support your staff, your teachers, the way that, you know, that they're showing you that they need the support. You know, that's super yeah. important because everyone's tired. Everyone's exhausted. Everyone has a million things to do, but also everybody wants the support too. So it's this little, it's a balance. It's a dance that you have to sort of have to have to work at. Um, but it, it's definitely, you know, those meetings and those gatherings can really fuel a sense of community. That's really important for a school to survive and to thrive. Um, yeah. yeah. And keep in mind, like parents really need this kind of support and coaching Mm -hmm. and mentorship also. I mean, parents haven't been trained. None of us, none of us went to training on how to be a parent. (laughs) It's, you know, a complete learn on the job situation. And, you know, even those of us that had like Montessori training before having children, um, being a parent's a whole different ballgame. Uh, sure. And Montessori is different uh, at home as a parent when you have that deep relationship with the child. So 
um, parents too, reach out for the coaching and support and mentorship, you know, join some groups that can help you ask for, ask for some guidance from your school, uh, administration from the teachers, um, to help because, uh, that, you know, again, is invaluable. Um, I relied on a lot of experienced parents when my kids were little for, mm. um, or not even just little, let's be honest. <laughs> you go through life, <laughs> even, even as uh, through the teenage years, which, you know, I'm nearly... We will have an empty nest in the fall. So um, you're so close. I know we're you're so close. I know we're not done. I know it doesn't end, but it right. is a right. it is a completely new phase. Um, it totally is. So, um, you know, so that's the other t- thing too for uh, parents, and you know, by parents I mean anyone who's acting in the role of parent. What I don't care about the official. Right. designated relationship, yeah. whoever's acting in that role, like that requires um, some support and coaching too. So seek out, you know, there's all sorts of Facebook groups, other social media groups. Sometimes that can get, you have to screen some of what you read yes, in there, depending. For sure. But sometimes it can be a real, um, a really great resource too uh, for yeah. guidance and inspiration. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh man, Jamie, this has been so fun to chat and thank you for all of those amazing insights you just, you just provided. I think that's such a great way to at least start thinking about how to get mentorship, maybe acting on it. Um, and any administrators just sort of rethinking some things that was, that was great. Thank you. Yeah, it's important. It's important. And especially this time of year when, um, at least, uh, here in the Northern Hemisphere, we are looking toward the end of the end of the school year is in sight, but not quite close enough for most uh, yeah, most teachers right. and administrators right, right now. May, May um, is always long. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so um, but it's also a time when inevitably our minds start to think about next school year. Like we start yes. thinking about like, oh, I'm not going to deal with that this year, but next year. And so in, you know, so start jotting those things down and start building a plan for how next year is going to look and how you're going to get support for yourselves and how you're going to build a culture of mentorship uh, in your schools. Because I think um, if that pervades not just the classroom, because of course we expect it to happen in the classroom, right? Like we're helping all the children become mentors for each other. So we just Mm -hmm. need to add that to um, to the whole school culture, including all the adults and the parents and everyone, and just have that be a part of what we do for each other. And then where we seek additional help, um, when we need it or when it will give us the right little burst of energy. Right. Right. So thanks, Rachel. This is fun. And we'll just, um, We'll have another chat before too long, but people can, you know, like if you're, if, if you're really specifically wanting to ask some questions of me or, you know, go ahead and submit them on social media or email us or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, next, next time I'm back, we can start digging into some of those, some of those questions. Sounds awesome. Yay. Thanks, Jamie.